Hello, I'm Liam Caffrey and today I'm joined by Adam Beresford and Matthew McHenry. How are we doing lads? Good. Good. On today's episode of Word on Wayside, we're going to be talking about the cost of living crisis in Sunderland in today's day and age. Lads, as young people, how has it affected you? I'd say as young people, we're quite lucky. We haven't, we don't truly experience like the big changes. The more adults and more older people would have experienced. Because obviously they've lived through times where it's quite nice, generous prices. Whereas today's prices are just, it's embarrassing to be honest. Completely agreed. You see, every time you go out now with like prices of things and it's just like extortionate prices. And they're just like what Matty said, it is embarrassing. Following the uh, industrial revolution, Sunderland had a very big um, shipbuilding community, and that's how we were basically put on the map. So, if you go back to just after the Industrial Revolution, that's when Sunderland, as a city and a town, would thrive the most through the shipyards and the mines. And I think through the closure of them in like the early 80s and before that for the shipyards, I think that has been the start of like the decline of the local community in Sunderland. I totally agree. I mean, not just Sunderland, but the wider northeast has thrived on the working class, shipyards, mines, all sorts of stuff like that. It's been very prosperous in the northeast for many years, and then due to the closures due, I guess, towards health and conditions, we've never fully been able to recover compared to like people down south, like the big cities like London. They're obviously the capital city of the country. It's basically like whether we can compete. It's always catching up with the bigger city. Definitely, yeah. I think it all spans like what Liam was saying before about like uh, the closure of the mines and things like that. But all from like Thatcher in um, in eighty four with a miners' strike. That was obviously a big a big sort of decline, especially in the northeast. I mean, um, the pull tax was nearly the end for all of the Conservatives. Trailed it in Scotland. That's one way to make the whole Scottish hate you. Then spreading down from the northeast. Obviously, the northeast is not got as much finance and money compared to the south so you're just basically getting a middle finger basically yeah like Mm -hmm. which has been a thing for obviously since all of that just been like her time in charge was all of that north south divide and i feel like that's just sort of grow bigger and bigger one of the key issues facing i guess young people in this generation is the rising in pricing and inflation in particularly housing prices i think it's it's frankly it's going to be harder and harder for younger people to venture out on their own and live their own lives definitely i mean you look at the average house price in 1983 was around twenty six thousand pound and i mean you look at it now and it's nearly at three hundred thousand it just shows the the sheer growth of it and the government need to realize that as young people who have who are currently at university we are going to have debts when we get out so how do they expect us to pay off the debts that we owe and then also work and save up for a job to try and get a house. Try and get a house, and like 100%. when we leave university, we'll be like, I don't know, in our twenties. And then a few years years down the line, you'll probably think, well, having kids, which is natural. Mm-hmm. How are you meant to pay for all that? Exactly, it's, it's not. There needs to be some help at some point. Especially when, like, obviously, the correlation between housing prices and increase in pay rises is disgraceful. I mean, a three hundred percent housing price increase over the span of time compared to a 10% pay rise increase to joke it's just not enough like not how enough do the government expect us to live to like survive even and to think about our futures it's not fair definitely so we talked earlier obviously about the, the strikes during like Thatcher's time and things but 
it's still happening to this day like the government's changed obviously but there's nothing really changing like prices are still stupidly high pays rising at a slower rate compared to other things but going back to the strikes i mean you see in newcastle and the whole of the northeast the bus strikes at the minute going on for what like three months it's just like it's just a big hindrance on everyone especially leading up to christmas i mean definitely i mean buses are a very important piece of transport like not many people can afford cars these days obviously with the ongoing increase of prices I mean, other things like the NHS have been affected by rising like inflation. The nurses have been on strike, and even though they've had pay rises, like reports came out saying that the high-paying doctors will get a twenty percent pay rise as opposed to nurses getting a five percent. I mean, where's the logic in that? It just doesn't make any sense. And the government are really shooting themselves in the foot with it, I do believe, because it's just going to cause more striking, more problems, and they're going to have to cave into a decision that they could have made much sooner. So. By the nurses getting only a 5% pay rise and doctors getting 20 you could say that the government are only looking after the financially affluent, try, maybe trying to keep their vote because they know if they give them what they want, they are guaranteed to get the vote from them. Definitely, that's all they're focused on. They just want to improve themselves. And if, when we went out to, to do Vox Pops, we asked a woman and she feels the same. So we are just wondering what your thoughts on the cost of living crisis were and like how it's impacted you. Uh, well, I think it's terrible. Yeah. Really bad. It impacts us as the minimum wage mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, because it's just, I just feel like we get like the really rough end of every, everything. Yeah, definitely. It's really bad. Yeah. It's struggling. Do you, who would you say is to blame for that? Would you say the government? Yes. Yeah. And um, what would you say like you would do or they could do to help? Let's like, say oh, you were in their shoes. That's a tough one, that. I know they, I know they could do more, but I'm not quite sure what more yeah. they could actually do. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like I feel like they're doing a lot. Yeah. But it doesn't really have much impact. No. Like it, it seems to just really affect the rich. Yeah. And definitely. the poor just still get get worse. Yeah. Bits. Definitely. Like, yeah. But um, I don't know what they could do other than get a better government yeah get a government that we've actually voted for yeah. and we want because this is not the government we want yeah <laughs> perfect thank you so like you were saying about the uh, bus strikes it almost causes uh, a snowball effect so let's say you're a, um, a single a single mom and you have to get the bus to work because you can't afford can't afford a car so then bus strikes means you might have to leave for work earlier so you can't get your kids up uh, at the time that they can be up, like at a reasonable hour, then uh, you might have to take them to like a breakfast club, so you'll have to rely on free school meals. And all this money is being spent in places where, if it wasn't being spent, it could be spent on other things. So, I mean, what was that railway um, extension called? HS2? HS2, yeah. Waste of money, money waste there. of time, waste of resources, but the government backed it. It could, because have, gone they... into, it could have gone into things like this, like helping, yeah, exactly. helping the poor. Definitely, because like Liam was saying, it's it is just a snowball effect. Like, especially around this time of the year as well. Obviously, Christmas, families trying to get presents for kids and things like that. It just it, some some people can't do it. And a lot of people blame unions for this for the people being on strike. But if the government had just given the money that the people deserve for doing these jobs that no one wants to do, mm-hmm. then the unions wouldn't have to see it when they go on strike. And Definitely. then. 
it would be a lot better place to live in the northeast. I'd love to see members of government do some of the jobs that pe- they don't want to do that no, people get paid for. I'd love to see them work a busy shift in a hospital, teach thirty-five to forty students when classes are overcrowded, just basic jobs which society need but they don't feel is rewar- is paid how it should be. I'd love to see and it, it. It all goes back to the Thatcher times. Exactly. That's where it all started. The, the, that's where the decline did start, and it's not changed since. And when the Conservatives came in power in 2010, yeah. I think one of their first things was to get rid of free education in universities or something like that. Like that's that's what like that's your starters. You're making to go on. Definitely, like you're stopping people. So like the likes of me and you, I'm assuming. I don't know what your backgrounds are, but I can't afford to pay nine grand on my pot. So we no, have to lend definitely it, not. and then it gives you debt. But like in Scotland, for example, it's if you're a Scottish citizen, you get free education at university level. Yeah. So it gives more people more opportunity to get better jobs. Mm-hmm. And now it's just yeah, like you say, you've got debts when you leave, and then. It all goes back to trying to save for houses and things like that, and it's just, it is. It's it's a really it's a really bad time, especially in the northeast. Definitely. I mean, it's all it all spans back to the Tory government, as said by people of the streets. Who would you say is to blame for like the the issues that we have at the moment? Shunak, <laughs> Conservatives. Aye. Um, and what do you think could be done to change things? Get a completely different government in. Mm-hmm. Completely different, not Labour, not Conservatives, uh, just somebody who's got a bit of common sense. Well, there you have it. The public have spoken. This has been the cost of living crisis on Word on Way Aside. I've been Liam Caffrey. I've been out of Beresford. And I'm Matthew McHenry. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>